Praise the Lord. How many is glad to be here tonight? Amen. How many is glad to see Brother Rick and Sister Debbie here tonight with us? Amen. We're expecting a great time tonight in God. If Brother Rick does, the only thing he does tonight, he just shares his testimony about his brother who's telling us about here a while ago. His church ought to be shouting. Amen. God is still real. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's just stand tonight and go before him in prayer. Praise the Lord. Our Heavenly Father, we come before you tonight, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for this other day you've given us, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to be in your house again, Lord. Lord, we just ask your blessings bestowed upon this church tonight, Lord. We just ask us you to, to, to uh, honor our worship tonight, Lord Jesus, as we begin to worship you in spirit and truth, Lord. As I said this morning, Lord Jesus, we know if we lift you up, then all men can be drawn unto you. So we just lift you up tonight, Lord Jesus, knowing that through you all things are possible and we can do something for you and for your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Somebody give him a holy hug or a high five or something for Jesus tonight. Amen. Praise God. Good to see everybody out tonight.
the door. Oh, do you feel his presence in this place already tonight? Did you feel his presence in this place already tonight? Hallelujah. I'm feeling better already, man. I, I feel like running and shouting. Brother Rick, I feel like jumping over a wall. Do something, man. I think I'll walk in the back of the seats, but they don't do too good like pews. But you, you can do it on the back of pews, but you can do it on the seats. I mean, he's just ready just to get in his presence tonight. Hallelujah. I know we got a ceremony that we're doing after a while, but man, there's nothing like the presence of God to, to put the stamp of approval of what's going to happen tonight. Hallelujah.
the sweetest of loves when my heart becomes free and my shame is
clap of praise if you would tonight. Hallelujah. We praise you, God. Come on, clap like you mean it. God, praise God. I feel the Holy Ghost wind blowing in this place tonight. You can be seated just for a moment. We're going to go ahead and ask for our ushers to come. And uh, usher, do what you do best. Come and receive our evening offering. Amen. Good to have John back with us. His family was in this morning. We didn't get a chance to pray for his granddaughter. What's her name? You do have a grandma. A grandma you, got, you got two of them. Which one? Emma Joe. <laughs> Lord, granddad. We need to. We need to. Yeah, we need to. Pr- memory, memory, memory. This is scary. He's getting going towards license. And-
tell you what, Austin's got this new guitar for his birthday. And he's smoking it over here. But what's so cool about it, show up on the back of it. You've got to do this. It's got Tabby's picture on the back of it. I told him he had to adjust his guitar strap so he could get it up next to his heart. Don't, yeah, I tried that. I put Donna's picture on some drumsticks, but I don't know what happened. It didn't work out. It did not work out. Hey, Amen. Isn't that sweet? That's so cool. That's why you're playing with more anointing tonight, because Tabby's right there with you. Amen. So we have, we just give you the, the honor tonight. Amen. There you go. All right. Praise. You're going to be seated. Amen. Praise God. i got to do something before I turn it to Brother Rick. Uh, this morning, as we was preaching on uh, uh, prophesying, you know, this is what happens when you get up. As we were preaching on prophesying, as, as Ezekiel prophesied, and, uh, you know, God had been dealing with me, and, said, and, and I didn't bring it out this morning, but God had been dealing with me and said, why aren't you prophesying? Why aren't you prophesying? And even back this week, when my mind went back to stopping at the filling station and getting some gas and, and uh, Pam and, and Lisa was there getting gas, and, and they didn't know all that. Anyway, they didn't know what they were speaking. But Lisa said, when is Brother McDonald going to be with us in November, the one that, that prophesied? And Pam said, you don't have to wait till November. This man right here prophesied. So God was saying things and setting some stuff up. Amen. And then Carol gives a word as soon as I leave the, the sanctuary this morning about prophesying, not believing lies and all kinds of things. But I want to play something because Judge Whitley that was here and the lady that was with him gave me a CD. And I want you to hear what's on the CD real quick, which is it's so cool how God confirms everything. Even in the song tonight, Holy Spirit. Brother Rick was in the office saying, I've had that song on my mind all day long. And I said, well, that's kind of weird because I pulled it out for us to do tonight. So that's how God confirms so many things. So I'm going to go back here and cue this up real quick. We've got improv. So. Amen. It's on the CD. I think I got cue. Let's put that up there. Okay. We've got about three minutes. I want you to listen to this. This is Bill Johnson. And uh, he's, he's teaching a class. This Actually, they had this at the First Methodist Church today. Gary Brown was there, and they were teaching using this as teaching material. You know, we, honestly, we have, a, we have an opportunity to raise the generation. See, here's the deal. A true apostolic anointing on a house, on a movement, will be known by its devotion to empower people, number one, and number two, live for a generation they will never see. To live, we're making decisions right now that will affect a generation I'll never see. And you have to live with that kind of conviction, that kind of consciousness, because it affects how you live, it affects what you do. It, uh, Proverbs says, a righteous man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. So what does that tell us? It says that righteousness has such an effect, if it has its full effect on the mind of man, it causes us to live with an awareness that our decisions affect generations we will never see. That's the effect of righteousness on the thought life of an individual. And this is what the Lord is doing, is he is truly raising up something that is unstoppable, not because of our goodness, our greatness, or even our devotion of faith. It's unstoppable because it's God. There's a word concerning this hour, concerning this day, that what God is doing is unstoppable and will not decline. 
I believe it with all of my heart, and that's what I give myself to. There are many uh, difficulties, uh, trauma, stuff that happened along the way. But I've learned something. Um, you know, a lot of places where I go, people are very caught up with the darkness that rules over their city. And, and they can give me statistics on this cult and this breakup and this divorce and this adultery and this, you know, I mean, they've got their list of all the horrible things that have happened and they are all tragic and they're not to be ignored. But they are also not the thing I feed my soul on. I feed my soul on what God is doing. And I've learned that there may not be an open heaven over a city that I go to, but there's always an open heaven over me. And the reason is because there is no power of darkness that can stop God's jealous pursuit of his spirit in me. We give most closed heavens for the believer is between the ears. <clears throat> now that was really, that was an excellent point. I'm telling you, that was an excellent point. It's true, because when you believe a lie, you empower the liar. Being aware, the Bible says that God is jealous for the spirit within you. Being aware that there is no power that can stop God's pursuit of you and of me. Simply living with an awareness of the presence of God on my life, which I want to talk to you about tonight, changes everything. And what happens is there's always an openness, an open heaven, if you will, over me. The only time there isn't is when I believe a lie. Because then I empower, from my role of authority, I empower darkness to influence thoughts, ambitions, vision, all that stuff. Is this making any sense to you? All right. As your faith increases, your authority increases, and your circle of responsibility increases. We could go on and on and on with this. Some mighty good stuff, don't you think? Amen. God. So I love the part where it says, we, you know, if we believe a lie, we're empowering that lie. We're not going to entertain lies. Somebody say amen. The devil would lie to us about a lot of things. The devil, he, he said this, and I said it this morning, we'll get caught up in all the junk, all the darkness. We get caught up in all that, and, and, and we get this hopeless feeling in us all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden we become dry because we can't do anything about it. But if we don't believe that lie, if we don't concentrate on that junk, Concentrate, meditate on Christ. Well, it's, it's awesome. I, I can preach. I'm going to because this is your night. We want to welcome Brother Rick Clendenin, a man, back with us tonight. 